What's up, everyone? Welcome to Modern Mommies. It's Aziza, along with my wonderful co-hosts. Rachel in the building. <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all know. Yay. So, um, thank you guys for tuning in. I know we've been kind of on a hiatus. Um kind of drop in on different days but i think we're back on track now uh forgive us with like july 4th father's day uh vacations right just <laughs> yes this all that like almost <laughs> it's like almost holiday season right like we want, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to set a schedule for the real holiday season yes for like christmas and thanksgiving like put a little disclaimer out like we're not we're going to be dropping on these days. I don't know what we're so. going to do today. <laughs> <laughs> this right? was only like the like the Father's Day. Like it wasn't even like Christmas. So right. <laughs> right. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're going to have to drop a schedule. Like yes. due to Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving, we'll be dropping on these days. Exactly. But, you know, yes. that's the life. That's the life of a mommy. Um, yep. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Um, just a friendly reminder and an introduction, Modern Mommies is a podcast where we discuss tips, tricks, and hardships when it comes to parenting while breaking down barriers put in place by tradition and society. So um, let's just hop right in. Rachel, how are you? How how has your I'm... week been? <laughs> My week has been pretty good. I can't I can't lie. Like I, I feel good. I really feel good. My family was in town these Yay. past couple of days, so that Ooh, was busy. like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. But it was a breath of fresh air. I really like enjoyed hanging with them. Like nice. from Michigan. If y'all don't know I'm from Michigan and you know, my family comes down, they don't come down often and I don't go up there often, so when they do, I just love it. Yay. So Yeah, I am um, I'm on a high right now, which is good, which is good for me. Nice. But yeah. How was your week, girl? Um, it's been good. It's been good. Um, taking summer classes. I've been like crazy busy with that, but I'm supposed to be done soon whenever that is. I'm just in the middle of the grind. Um and I've just been trying to live my best life. I I yeah, I mean power is back on, <laughs> so that's right. That's great. That's another little highlight that I have Yo. every Sunday. To be honest, though, like, how did you feel about that last power? Like, so, listen, so I've been trying to get more involved in, like, the Twitter world. Okay. And I just, I feel like power needs to have breaks. Because every time I tweet, I'd be like, shit, I missed something. But all yeah. I could tweet is, Tariq, and, Tariq is worried about the wrong thing. Um, Tariq right. needs his ass whooped. <laughs> I right. can't stand Tate. Oh, my God. Lorenz Tate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's that shady. Nigga. He is underhanded. I like, was just something. like, Ghost, please get rid of him. Like, yes, like, I mean, just, that's next. He's that's asking next. to die every episode. Mm. <laughs> like, he's Yo, saying like, murder me. Right. So Right. So was Tariq, though. Right. <laughs> I, oh, my so God. That Tariq. first episode, when I tell you I was ecstatic yeah. when Ghost <laughs> oh, grabbed his ass and him pushed him up against the wall. Yeah. I was like, Tasha, get the fuck out the way. Exactly. Like, he needs <laughs> this. is it. long overdue. Yes. Right. And exactly. I don't believe in, like, whooping children, but listen, right. Tariq, my nigga, mm. <laughs> like, get it together. Yeah, but yeah, th- that's been <laughs> power, hanging out with my family and school, work. Same old, same old. 
Grind. Yes. Grinding. Grind. Leg grind. Yes. Like you like to put it. Leg grind. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, girl, that is. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that you're up in your spirits and you're doing your thing like like usual. Like yes, per, per usual. Per norm. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a break. Hey, everyone. Hope you all are enjoying the show thus far. If you are, please be sure to follow us on our social media. You can follow us on Instagram at modern.mommies. You can follow us on Twitter at modern underscore mommies. And you can like our page on Facebook if you just type in Modern Mommies. You'll see two beautiful brown girls like I always like to say. All right, well, let's get back to the show. And we're back, guys. Hey. You know, brief, brief intermission, brief commercial, brief commercials. But uh, we're going to slide right into I See You Book. And, okay, you guys, before y'all come for me, <laughs> let me put a little disclaimer on my I See You Boo. Like, I really was going to shout out Nicki Minaj because she handed out 37 scholarships last week. You know, I'm all for, like, giving back to people and education and furthering your education. I'm all for that. So, you know, she... I was really like I was feeling her like I was like good Nikki good for you you know mm. that B that BT performance was kind of uh, I don't know but you know I've never been like a major like Nikki Barbie fan like yes I like her some of her music is trendy you know I know some of the, I know a lot of the verses and the words or whatever but I've never been like number one Nikki but you know, I had a little discussion with my lovely co-host Z yeah, before yeah. the show, and she filled me in on the tea. Mm. Okay, didn't know that Nicki Minaj had that little DM battle. Well, not even little. I'm not even gonna say little. That DM battle with um, who was it again, Z? Uh, Wana's World. Let me make sure. Yeah, at Wana's World on Twitter. Yeah, That's where she goes so, by. So yeah, I. And now that I got that information and I found out that the Nikki Barr fans, whatever, was coming for her, her daughter, and death threats and things like that, I'm just feeling like maybe this was, I don't know, like, trying to clean up what just happened or whatever. Like, Yeah. Oh, let me tell, tell me y'all. How, yeah, tell, tell, tell them because, you know, I just yeah. heard about it, so I don't have all the deets. Yes, yeah, so let me put stuff in, in context. Um, I'm actually trying to find the tweet through all these tweets about power. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So um, I'm going to paraphrase what Juana said because I cannot find it. But basically, Juana said, how dope would it be um, if Nicki Minaj start to put out uh, mature content and basically she had said she's approaching 40 a new direction is needed now I did find the um, DMs that um, Nicki Minaj sent to Wana's World and I'm just gonna read it real quick um, so she said uh, when your ugly ass was 24 you were pushing 30 question mark I'm 34 I'm touching 40 question mark lol and what does that have to do with my music question mark eat a dick you hating asshole got the nerve to have a trini flag on your page you must not have heard the pink print or pills and potions bed of lies save me my recent feature with alicia keys tasha cobbs just say you jealous i'm rich famous intelligent pretty and go but wait 
le- all right i'm done because it's so much negative shit that yeah I- like that like <laughs> y'all should see my eyes right now like i didn't even get all of that information in this yeah. conversation what i had before z but this that was crazy right z. so i'm gonna have to withdraw my i see you boo but yeah <laughs> i did come prepared guys but this i can't fully say yeah we see you because i feel like you know you went left so now you're trying to go right to fix the left but this is is not enough it's not enough but you know thank you for the 37 scholarships but i can't i can't solidify the icu seal on this one Nah, I yeah, can't. she's real insecure, man. And then my no. thing is, you got like not she. I know she's not telling her fans to go after um, Wana's world, but they are like threatening her and harassing her and sending her emails and saying stuff about her daughter. And like that shit is not cool. Like as a prominent figure in hip hop who has fans um, that are like diehard fans, you have to watch how you behave. Like you're. You basically have the power to cause a riot. Not saying that that's what's happening, but, you know, use your power wisely. Be smart about it. You know how your fans are. I I just don't think anybody should be subjected to that type of harassment. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a time to shout out Wana's World if, you know. There we go. (laughs) Y'all are um, on Twitter. I follow her at Wana's World, W-A-N-N-A-S-W-O-R-L-D. Um, send her positive energy. I know I've, I've tweeted her a few times just saying, hey, sending you positive vibes. Love you. Appreciate you. Because, um, you know, my whole thing is for every negative comment that you get, I want you to get 10 positive comments. So, you know, I know nothing can like it. You know, it, it's hard to drown out that kind of negative energy because um, you can get all the positive comments in the world, but especially for people who are in the limelight, sometimes one negative comment can make or break you or ruin your day. So, yeah, just send her send her love, y'all. Yeah, so Wana's world, we see you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just got totally flipped, okay? <laughs> just hijack my I see you, boo, but I'm, I'm cool with the hijacking. Wana's yes. world, we see you. So what's your... um? Your I see you boo, girl. Oh my god! So my mm-hmm. my I see you boo is my I see you boo is bittersweet. So my I see you boo it goes out to Vaughn. Um, this is the second time Vaughn has been shouted out on this show. Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Vaughn is a huge influencer, and um, as I've mentioned in the past, he has helped us to uh, basically start this podcast. He has been like, he's played a prominent role in us just getting our feet off the ground. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, actually, today, um, Vaughn started a new position uh, in New York. And um, I am super proud of him. So just let me give you the backstory. Um, Vaughn has been my friend for over 10 years. Um, I've I've known him since I was in high school, and he's one of those people who have uh, remained consistent. Rachel, you too. You too, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but we ain't talking about what we talking about. I was just thinking about like, whoa, shit. We all, we just. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, but um. Mm. Yeah, Vaughn has been my, just a very good friend to me. And um, 
just I've been able to see him progress and just sit on the sidelines. I remember when he was just starting off as a front desk agent um, at Mm -hmm. uh, the hotel that I used to work at and then him progressing on to be a supervisor. And um, Mm. it's funny how like when you're really close to someone, you'll see their ups and their downs and their struggles Mm. and um, just them fighting just to get through whatever it is that they're trying to overcome. And um, I can honestly say that Vaughn um, has persisted and has fought to get to where he is at this at this moment. And I am just so proud of him. I remember it's crazy the way things unfolded because um, ever since Vaughn started working at hotels, he's always been like, I went to work at a luxury hotel. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's good at like he has a very good eye for detail, a very good eye for fashion. So like he's he's definitely quality over quantity. And ever since mm-hmm. he got into the hotel business, I want to work at a luxury hotel. I want to be able to cater to guests. I want to be able to throw my creativity into whatever it is that I'm doing. And right. um, I remember him. And I want to get compensated right. Right, help, bitch. Acute <laughs> coin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Real okay. cute coin. Let, let me stop. Let me not put all this business out there. But I'm saying, I'm saying. Right. You know. Just saying. Just saying. Just um, saying. <laughs> make it he, jump, jump. But he's, he deserves it and he has fought for it, like you said. And, yes. you know, it's all coming around full-fledged for him. Yes. So we, are, we both are so proud of you. Absolutely. And, yeah, I know I'm, like, rambling on, but Vaughn has also mentioned that he wants to be in New York City. I remember two weeks before he had the interview, he was telling me, I think I'm I think I'm just going to start applying for jobs in New York City. I'm just going to mm-hmm. do it. And I'm just like, OK. And, you know, you hear about people applying for jobs in other cities and they don't get it till like six months later. Right. And so when he told me that, I was like, OK, boo, like I wasn't yeah. I was taking it seriously. And I knew that he was going to. But apply you for thought jobs. you had more right, time. I, I, had more time. Thought, I was like, OK, right. so next year, January, you know, like I just right. I'm still like, OK, I'm going to be able to see him this day. We could do a lunch date, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks later. He's like, okay, I got a call um, from the hotel. I'm not going to mention the name of the hotel, but it's not, it's luxury. It's luxury of the luxury of the luxury. Um, Right. And he was like, I got a call and I got an interview. And I was like, okay, all right. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And it's mm -hmm. crazy how stuff lined up. Like he's just a living testament that when stuff, when something is meant for you, everything Mm -hmm. will fall into place and I remember when he was telling me I was like you gotta go I was like I don't care if you get the job or not like Mm -hmm. New York is where you need to be and I felt that way because of how Vaughn has moved and how he has maneuvered throughout his life um he has just set himself up in a way that he he got his shit together his body is snatched um he has all the skill set that he needs um he is a great phenomenal leader if mm-hmm. he is probably one of the best leaders that i have ever known um mm-hmm. in hospitality in hospitality and i've never had the opportunity to work under him but i can mm-hmm. tell from the way that um his employees um look up to him or how much they respect him um me and uh, rachel actually threw a surprise party for him what was it oh, like yeah. the oh, it was 28th the 20th yeah it was we 28. threw a surprise party for him and it was just amazing i was just very happy with how many people came out and you can you can always see how much of an impact someone has had 
on someone else's life by, you know, if you throw a surprise party, if you invite them out, how many people will actually show up just to say, right. I appreciate you, I love you, thank you, or just to spend time with you before you leave. Right. Like, I want to exactly. see you. Um, so, yeah, I, I can go on and on about Vaughn for days, but Vaughn, we are extremely happy for you. He sent me a video today. Rachel, I got to send it to you of him just, okay. just, just living his best life walking around new york like right. i was like go ahead and fuck shit up go ahead i know right get... i know right yeah so i'm i am i've never been happier for anyone um i know and right? i just i gotta go visit i miss him so much but it's yeah, funny because i was saying like i would i probably our lives are so busy rachel i don't even see you like that so i was I like vaughn if you were here i don't <laughs> i probably wouldn't right. see you until next month but just the fact that i know that you're gone i'm right. like damn I miss my friend but right. I'm happy for him and um it it timing everything just fell into place real nice I've never seen anything work out the way that it did with him he was gonna go yo it necessary. worked so fast yeah too. like it was just like boom boom boom, boom. like <laughs> right. I got like I got the interview I got the job and I'm here right. like it was like this stuff just, wasn't even spaced out two weeks from mm, each other, okay? And he made Straight it happen, crazy. like, even yeah. with getting a place to stay. Like, my yeah. nigga, you, and he was still working at his previous job and mm-hmm. um, flying back and forth to New York and just, yeah, I, I just see nothing but good things. Now, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yo, you spoke all of this into existence. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that keeps giving me chills, and I'm just like, he has spoken so many other things into existence, and I just know that shit is gonna happen. I'm just waiting. So, yeah, shout out to you, Vaughn, and thank you for being a great example of of living your best life and manifesting your truth, and um, just you know, doing your thing, doing what you want to do, and making shit happen. Absolutely, we love you, Vaughn. Good luck. Good job, good everything, good vibes, you know, we yes. are sending it to you. And happy first day. Right, exactly. Yes. Like, I really, I wonder how how it went, but I'll text him, I I'll text know. him to see. I tried to call him and he was busy, you know, that New of York course. life. Right, of course. <laughs> Acting brand new. Nah, I'm just playing. No, nah, nah. I'm just playing. Let, let that man get acclimated. Let that man get acclimated. Yeah, I'm going to have to text and see what's going on. But yes, yes we love you. Good job great bon voyage all of that good stuff yeah even though you're already there right right (laughs) keep it going keep it going all right well we'll take a break see y'all on the flip side hey everyone hope we are keeping you entertained if you'd like to communicate with us give us advice give us feedback please feel free to email us at modernmompod at gmail.com all right let's get back to the show all right welcome back ladies and gents um i hope y'all been taking care of yourself right but we're gonna give you some tips anyway exactly so you can furthermore take care of yourself right hello so (laughs) rachel what you got for us this week all right so we're gonna jump right into self-care self-care this week i have hold yourself accountable this is i have this type of problem because i'm such a laid-back person that i'm just like yo it's cool like i'm cool i'm gonna be cool it's gonna be whatever you know what i'm saying no i'm really i'm really like that i have to be more disciplined i need to hold myself more accountable 
for things like i think i need to start giving myself consequences for my actions because you know i just i i am an adult now (laughs) and you know growing up you know other people give you consequences or whatever and you just i don't like punishment i don't like none of that especially because i run my own life you know Mm -hmm. but i still have to find that balance of being able to progress and accomplish goals and whatnot so i need to hold myself more accountable and that's just coming from my perspective i am a real chill person if you know me closely like you know i'm chill and i'm like everything gonna be all right like always like you know i try to keep those positive vibes too but i have to do more like like this is the time to do more for me personally so if you guys have a goal in mind hold yourself accountable to it you know give yourself small consequences like let's say if i don't go to the gym for tomorrow morning like this weekend if i go out my friends i ain't gonna be able to have a drink i need to hold myself to that you know what i'm saying that gym (laughs) you struck a chord (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly like i need to hold myself more accountable for things like i need to be snatched and cute like i'm too cute right like last year (laughs) (laughs) yo like i'm too cute for this like I'm so cute for this, you know, every time. <laughs> no, seriously, I just went to a wedding the other day. and I know, Will just posted pictures. You look fabulous, by the way. Oh, thank yes. you. But I was, I like, was come the fuck up. I'm really sorry. Sorry, <laughs> no, I yes. too much. No, it's okay, it's okay. Like, you're, you're a grown person. You pay your own bills. Hello, bitch, yes. <laughs> I just, that's how I feel about things. But, yeah, like, I just went to a wedding. Yeah, I was real cute. My face always going to be cute. But I need to be cute all the way down. Like, <laughs> all of it need to be cute. You feel me? Like, all of it. Like, I'm still cute, like, on a regular basis. Like, I'm still cute. But I need to be fine. You feel me? I need that waist to be gone. Like, I need to hold myself more accountable. These are goals that I want to accomplish. And if you guys have goals that you want to accomplish or get to or, you know, crush or whatever you want to say, hold yourself more accountable. I know I am guilty of it because I'm just like, yo, it's all right. Like, you know, I have to get out of this this mentality that when I'm skinny, I'm irritated. You feel me? Because I think a fat and happy, chunky and delighted. I think skinny and irritated, skinny and hungry, skinny and mad. Yes, because I've been thin before. And I don't remember having a good time while I was thin. You know what I'm saying? I remember being able to shop very easily because everything fit my body at that point in time. Why didn't you have a good time when you were thin? Because I was hungry all the time <laughs> and when i'm I when i'm hungry i'm hanging would have been like i would have made myself had a good have a good time <laughs> you know exactly exactly so i need to get out of that mentality like That's when crazy. i was yeah when i was thin i wasn't like mm-mm, i wasn't happy like now i'm just happy but maybe it's me maturing too so and i need you to have children need, right i just i i want to enjoy my life at whatever phase that i'm in you know what i'm saying so I have to I have to find the balance. I have to find the balance of being chill and also being accountable. So I got to find that balance. So that is my self-care tip for the week cuz it'll help me to get where I want to go. That's why I chose that. I like it. So what's your self-care tip? So my self-care tip for this week is listen to your body. Um something that I am still trying to master. Um so I'm one of those people, as you guys already know, 
I do a lot. Um, raising kids in itself is a lot. I'm one of those people that I will push. If, for example, I would I can have the most horrible headache ever. But if I got something to do, if I got to clean or if I got to take my child somewhere, or if I need to go grocery shopping, nine times out of 10, I'm going to push through it. And that's not always the best thing because usually with a headache or like with the stomach ache or even when you're sick, your body is trying to tell you, look, bitch, you need to relax. You're doing too mm-hmm. much. Um, and I don't always listen to to my body. And um, what I'm noticing now is that you can push through the headache you can push through um whatever sickness you're going through but it doesn't do you any good it doesn't do your children any good it doesn't do your family any good um because when you give and give and give to the point where you're on e and you're empty and you have nothing else left to give you're you're of no use to anyone else so when your body is saying that hey you need to take a break hey you got a headache because maybe you didn't eat right or you're not drinking enough water or you didn't take the time to prepare the proper meal for yourself, but you out here preparing everything for everybody else. Just use that as a sign and take a seat, relax, sleep, rest, um, cook something for yourself or go out or tell your boo to cook something for you. Or if your kids are old enough, Tell them to cook something for you. Um, just do what you got to do to take care of yourself. If you're thirsty, drink water. If you're hungry, eat. There's so many times when not even with just being at home, but being at work, I'm like at my desk and I'm just like typing away like I'm hungry, but I'm not listening to my body. I'm like drowning it out with work or drowning out that need with work. So, yeah, my self-care tip is make sure uh, you listen to yourself. Um, my friend was telling me today how, you know, sometimes we get to a point where we're so stressed out. And I think I think that one of the problems with me pushing through my headache is and pushing through me being tired and pushing through me being sick is um, I start to expect other people to do the same, especially like in my family, <laughs> which is horrible horrible like I should not expect anyone um to push through anything if they have a horrible headache like I like I would like even when I was working when I was pregnant I think I could have stopped but I would literally like go to the back of the desk and like throw up and be feeling like they would be like yo like go I remember one time they had to force me to go home because I was just like I want my money I'm just the type of person that (laughs) works until like I'm, I can't work no more. Right. You know, right. But like and, I don't and know. And that's when another to stop. thing with listening to your body. Like, yeah. You got to listen to, you have to find that balance. Life is just about balance. I like, know. And I think it's like I have to, I have to find a balance between like me achieving my goals and like me taking care of myself because there's so much stuff that I want to achieve in this moment in terms of like finishing school. Um, I've already achieved the stuff in my job that I want to achieve. Now it's just like making sure everybody understands that I can do my job the best way I know how. Like I'm the HBIC in what I do. Um, now it's just like in my job is just proving myself with school is finishing school and personal life is being the best that I can be in my relationship. So it's like, whew, it's like, yo, where is the time? So it's like, bruh, don't complain when I just, I'm just 
literally working from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. Like my day started at six in the morning um, and it has not ended. I, I got in at like maybe eight o'clock, went straight to like fixing food and like mm-hmm. right. <laughs> preparing right. stuff. And um, so, yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, luckily today I'm healthy and I'm, nothing right now is like bothering me. But if my body was to be like, hey, you know, I, you got a headache or whatever, I got a paper to write, so I probably won't be able to stop. But, um, you know, hey, and even there, that. There is, like, even with listening to your body, that doesn't mean, like, when you have a headache, you got to take a nap. Yeah. It could mean drink some water or change your diet or pay attention to what is giving you a headache. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, it's right. not always just, like, it's not always slow down. It might be change something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, for sure. So yeah, I definitely get that girl. I have to listen to my body too. Like, I think something might be going on with my body right now that I need to change. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? I know diet. I'm definitely like I I feel sluggish more now um, than I did before. So, but yeah, I I get that. Like, I I I'm anemic, so my energy normally is low. Period. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to do better with like taking B12 so my energy's higher, taking my iron or whatever. And I've had to figure out what type of iron I can take. Like I can't do the the pills because they constipate me too much. And I can't do like a multivitamin with iron in it because it makes me nauseous. But I have found this liquid iron and it really does help. Like it helps. Yeah. So it's like something listening to your body, you know, I have to get my energy up, but I'm just naturally low energy. Mm -hmm. So I have to, I really have to work on that. But, um, other than that, like, you know, I have to, I have, I have to figure it out. Like I have to listen to my body more. So yeah, I definitely get what you're saying about listening to your body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, These are really good tips. Yeah, really good tips. Listen to your body, guys, and hold yourself accountable as well. I know those are like almost two totally different things, but they yeah, are still it. two very good tips. Two very good tips, guys. So we're going to take another little quick intermission, and we'll be right back. Hey, my name is Amir, and, and thank you for listening to Modern Mommies. Alright guys, and we're back, and we're going to slide right on in to Clever Coinage. So, for those who don't know who cle- what Clever Coinage is, it's just a way to learn how to stretch that coin, make some more coins, or you just save that coin, alright? So, for my tip for Clever Coinage this week, I have a really... It's, it puts you in a different mind frame of spending. It's calculate your purchases by your hourly rate, and... St- or your hours worked instead of cost. So if something costs $50 or you about to spend $50 on food or whatever, if you're making like $10, $12 an hour, let's say $10 because it's an even number, and something is $50, is that really worth five hours of your time at work? Five hours of stress. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, you guys really should just like change your way of thinking. Like, experience. My main thing is food. If I'm going out to eat and I'm about to buy a $12 drink, this is hard for me because I don't work. (laughs) But (laughs) I need to see, like, it's $12. Oh, that is... uh, All right. 
no, that's a that's the wrong thing. But if somebody, if you were, if you make twelve dollars an hour, or if you make, let's say you're not where you want to be with your career, and you're only making nine dollars an hour, and this drink is twelve dollars an hour, it's twelve dollars an hour. No, it's twelve dollars. Is that worth a whole hour and some change at work? I think you'd be like, no, nah, it's not. Like I know what I had to do for that entire hour. You know, so let's change our way of thinking when it comes to spending. Instead of of thinking costs, think of how many hours it took for you to buy, for you to be able to buy this. If you're trying to buy a hundred dollar pair of shoes, was that worth me working an entire day just to wear some shoes for this one occasion? Something to think about, guys. Something to think about. And if you work salary, take your two week check. And divided by 40 hours, or no, divided by how many hours you actually work. Because I know some people on salary work more than 40 hours a week. And see if it's worth it still. Mm-hmm. So that's my Clever Cornish tip. I like it. Hours worked instead of cost. Hours worked instead of cost. What's your tip this week? So, my tip this week is um, treat yourself, but use it as an opportunity to save so explain yourself because this is very interesting yes so if like for example um this past weekend i decided to go get my nails done a pedicure and my eyebrows done whoo let me tell you how getting your eyebrows done makes all the difference i look like a new woman i was like this this was underneath this is what was underneath (laughs) i'm feeling myself now eyebrows are everything um no they they frame your face right so it came up to about like a hundred dollars um and so i spent a hundred dollars to get all of that done Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, I made sure I moved $100 to my savings account. Oh. Yes. Okay, I see where you're going. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, okay, that was good. Yeah, good. so luckily, Friday, payday, usually my bank account is a little bit more fluffier, so I don't feel that $100 as much. Um, usually you treat yourself on the weekend and if you treat yourself around payday, that's even better because the money is right there for you to take out. So you remove it before you start spending it on bullshit. Um, you just go ahead and save it. So yeah, that's my tip. You know, you treat yourself, maybe say, treat yourself with a donut and it's like $2. All right, well, let me transfer $2 into my savings account. Straight up because literally guys like. After you have so much money in your account for so long, you just start buying bullshit, okay? Right. Like, you just be at Marshall's and be like, let me get this candle holder with no candles. Right. That don't make sense. Right. <laughs> it just don't make no sense. Like Or shades that you're probably going to lose. Exactly. Like, stuff you really just don't need. Mm-hmm. Like, or that makes sense. Make like up another eyeliner. And another way you could think of it is if you can't transfer that amount mm. that into your savings, you shouldn't be spending it. You shouldn't much. be spending it. I love it. Because if mm-hmm. it's going to make you go broke, then is that really treating yourself or is that exactly. causing stress? Exactly. Yeah. So if you ain't got $100 you can slide into your savings, you don't spend 100 Don't spend 100 That just does. Girl, we came up with a second tip out of that. Yes. <laughs> you know? I like that. <laughs> you just made that into two tips. Yes. Okay. 
All right. Awesome. That's a awesome. good tip. That's a good tip. All right. I guess we're going to go right to another commercial. Mm-hmm. Be back. We'll be back. Hey, beautiful people. If you guys would like to reach out to us or connect with us, feel free to email us at modernmompod at gmail.com. Let's get back into the show. And we're back, guys. We're back and we're going to flow right into our mommy and me. Mm-hmm. So for this week's tip, what you got for us, Z? So for this week for mommy and me, I have um, letting your child lead in terms of like play. Um, so I love hanging out with my son. I like spending time with him. I love having fun with him. But um, I notice that usually when we have fun, I'm usually like, okay, let's go to the park or, okay, let me take you here. Let me take you there. Let me take you to the, the jungle gym or the trampoline house. And, um, kind of not acknowledging that my child has a mind of his own and he is at an age where he can tell me, mommy, I want to do this or mommy, can we go here or mommy? And it could be, it's the simplest thing. So for example, last weekend, um, my son, we took my son um, on the train on public transportation down here in Atlanta. It's called Martyr. For the first time? Yes. Oh, wow. This is How his first go? time on Marta. Girl, I almost had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. So, yeah, luckily. I haven't, I haven't taken Rochelle or Junior on there yet. So, tell me how it went. Tell me. <laughs> Dramatic pause. I probably won't be going again. Um, and I've really been spoiled. Like, y'all, I'm from New York. Um, Subway is like, that's all we took. Like, my parents had a car. We might drive our car closer to the train station. And then that is it. Like, you're you're taking the subway or you're taking the bus because traffic in New York is just crazy. Um, but in New York, it's different because everybody takes a train. Everybody right. takes a train. Down here, it's not as... It's not as popular as it is in New York, and the subway system isn't as good as it is in New York. Um, so in New York, you'll be traveling with some executive who's going to their job, or like some not, yeah. Um, I mean, some, well, it depends on the time of day. I would say, like, sometimes I would take the train downtown in the mornings around like 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. You'll see some people dressed for business. If you're going downtown, it depends yeah. on where you're going and what time. Yeah. Like, I'm sure in the subway, I'm sure that, like, it's that's probably all the time. I was about to you say, know, in you New see York, everybody it's all pretty the time. much 24-7. You could be exactly. on the subway at 3 in the morning, and you're getting and all types of people. I remember taking exactly. the subway. You're still getting like, business people. Yeah, I don't know there. if, like, dressed in business, but it's just, like, the same. Anyways. Right, we, there's still business people. Yeah. There's still people who got business about themselves. We, we went on the subway, and it, like, it. It smelled really bad. Mm. So. No, not the subway, the Marta. You the, Marta the Marta, yes. Right, the subway, subway stinks too, but this one was Marta. So, quick story. So, my son really wanted, you know, we were really on our tourist shit. My son really wanted to sit by a window. So, we were already sitting in another seat, but I was like, okay, let me get up. I saw, like, some people move. Um, so, I was like, okay, let's rush to the seat because it's a window seat. But before we could even get there somebody else had taken the seat but we were already up so we turned around and this guy is like hey there's a window seat right here 
you want to take the seat? So I was like, okay, sure. Girl, as soon as he got up, I smelled straight shit. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That ain't funny. (laughs) And the thing about it was, Zamir sat down so quick. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I can't. So I just, I was just like, you cannot touch the seat. Like, Mm -hmm. and imagine telling your four-year-old, like, look, you can't touch the seat. And then I was just thinking, like, okay, how many other seats has he sat in? Or, like, you know, this is not the first time something like this has happened. So I'm just, and I've I've read stuff about, like, seats being dirty that, like, everybody sit on or whatever. But, you know, like, it's, it's normal, but to smell it that close and direct. And to know Girl, you didn't move. who it was coming from. I ended up moving. It was just like, okay, Samir, right. let's go, you know, let's go stand up and um, look right. out the window while we're standing. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Let's see how we balance. But as soon as we got off the train, I went to Walgreens and I got two bottles of hand sanitizer. <laughs> two, not just one. Two. One wouldn't do it. One, one wouldn't do it. it. I needed two. And I got two. two bottles of Dasani water. <laughs> and I went outside and I said, hey, Zemir, let's put on some hand sanitizer. And I let him wash it off. Did it again. Rinse, yeah. like, <laughs> lather, <laughs> rinse, repeat. Like, <laughs> Yo, that's very crazy. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, I don't have I don't have an issue with taking Marta. It's just that experience was different with taking my son, like. I can see is I would go back because he liked it. He enjoyed it. He wants to go again. Um, I don't even think he noticed the smell because he was just so excited. Um, so I would definitely take him back. Uh, it was just a lot for me. So like next time we'd probably stand. We will probably sit down. It's the so right. it's Marta. Like everybody's on it. So, right. um, you know, it was good. And so back to my mommy and me tip um let your children lead let them tell you what it is that they want to do because sometimes it's something that doesn't even cost you anything doesn't even cost you gas money um this was like the cheapest trip ever and I saw my son's face light up and it was just amazing so whether it's coloring or taking a trip on the train or going to the park or just wanting to go outside and throw a ball around my son just got a frisbee he loves the frisbee um really like okay i know i keep going off subject because we have a frisbee too but i hate playing with that thing (laughs) (gasps) we love the frisbee really but zamir is like really good at catching stuff he will he knows how to like catch a frisbee and he'll throw it back and the thing i love about it is like my son is so active is that he'll run and get it yeah right and you ain't gotta stay in one spot until he get it back right yeah and you know i'll get it but sometimes he'll like beat me to it or whatever and i'm like okay whatever no me and rochelle play a lot differently she think it's so funny when it don't come to me I hate oh that. <laughs> she thinks it's freaking hilarious to no. throw it the opposite direction. That's I mean, hilarious. Like, yeah, you gotta chill. Like you even looking, I'm playing with you right now. Like right. you need to throw it to me. <laughs> like you need to make sure I'm comfortable. Nah, I'm just playing. But nah, she thinks it's hilarious. But 
<laughs> I hate that thing. <laughs> Y'all have to pray for me. Pray for my energy. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get my energy back up. Like, if I had more energy, this would probably not, this probably wouldn't be a problem for me. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to exercise. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Running around with your kids. But, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But for my mommy and me tip, this this is for... Well, I guess I was going to say this is for the moms and the dads out there who have more than one child. But it's really not. It's just period. It says, not it says, I, I wrote down, don't compare siblings because they're very different. My children, and I have to, I just learned this. Well, I'm just now learning this. Because I have two children who are very different. But I got to stop comparing them. Because they ain't the same person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to learn not to compare what Rochelle was doing at this age to what Junior is doing at this age. You know, they're, they're just completely opposite. Junior is way more active than Shelly was at this age. But Shelly was talking way more than Junior was at this age. So it's, I can't compare. And I shouldn't compare because then I'm thinking something's wrong with this child more than something's wrong with this child or whatever. But it, it's just no comparison. Every child is different. So that's my tip. Don't compare siblings. So, But the way you can apply it to to people who don't have children or people who only have one child is don't compare your kids to other kids either. You know? Or you know, don't compare your nieces and nephews together. You just you guys just gonna have to let them be them. Let them lead. Let them lead their own lives. I have to. I have to let Junior do his own thing. You know, I'm I'm trying to compare him to how Rochelle was at this age, but it's just no comparison, and I shouldn't do it either. So, don't compare siblings, guys. Let them be great in their own particular way. So. You know, that's, that's my mommy and me tip for the week, for this week. Awesome. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm going to remember that for when I yes. have my you have another one? I don't yeah, really compare I, it's so him now, hard, but. But you don't have another child, but. Yeah. If, when you do, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Number one, you. it might drive you crazy. Okay. Because they might be total opposites. Yeah. Yeah. They might be Don't total expect them to be the same. Exactly. Yeah, I hate it always. Um, I hate when people compare children. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever... I've never compared my child to, like, another Other child. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. i never done that because I'm, I'm always like, what did you do last year? Like, where are you in comparison to last year? With children, right. the milestones With are so close. comparison to yourself. Yeah, right. like, what did you do last month? Like, mm-hmm. then what... Yeah, so like set goals based off of what you've done prior. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just and that's what the doctor would tell you as well. Like mm-hmm. because Rochelle was born, uh, she was born five pounds some odd ounces, mm-hmm. and she was always been in the thirty percentile. So you know when people ask me, you know what percentile is she in or whatever with height and weight and stuff, and I'm like, well, she's like, you know, thirties, forties, sometimes depending on the month. And they're just like, oh wow. I was like, but she's always been like that. Her growth is good. Her doctor says she's fine. You know, 
her growth is good. So you yeah. can't compare. You you have to compare their growth. Right. That's it. You can't compare them to other children. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's real. I like it. Yeah. So don't compare them kitties. Don't compare them kitties, guys. Yes. Because you don't, you definitely don't want to project that onto them either. I remember yes. like when people, I, I feel like I remember as younger like, people would compare me to, like, my cousins or, like, mm. oh, your cousin's doing this or, oh, your cousin or even vice versa. Like, I used to read really well. And I remember, mm. I'm not going to say who, but someone saying, oh, your cousin reads better than you or not better, but more of, like, oh, look how your cousin reads. Why can't you read like this? And yeah, like, that's not right. Yeah, yeah like, right. I, that's not cool because you children deal with, they're so different. They deal with their own um, issues and obstacles um, that they have to face on an everyday basis. So Girl. you're right. No child's the same. And I would yeah. never want my child to hear me. Like, yeah. Exactly. Even when they're this small, like, girl, I've had I've had some people try to compare my my kids to me. I mean, not not specifically to me, but compare them and then tell me about it. I'm just like, yo, like. You gotta chill with that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You gotta chill. They are two totally different people, and as long as their growth is good, that's all I'm worried about. You know. Right. So yeah, and and it really puts puts it into perspective when somebody else is saying it to you. Like, if I wouldn't want anybody doing this to my children, I don't need to be doing it. Right. So. That's real. Yeah. That's real. That is is real. It's real stuff that real people go through. Yes. But, yeah. So you know what? Let's just slide into everything in between. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Right up in there. Yes. So for this week, for everything in between, we wanted to um, discuss breastfeeding and normalizing. Well, I know I'm taking the angle of normalizing breastfeeding. Um, what made us want to talk about this is uh, we saw this post on Facebook, uh, basically of this woman uh, saying that, um, you know, she went to a hair salon and didn't take her son with her. I believe it was a, a boy. Didn't take her son with her. Uh, she was waiting at the hair salon for an hour uh, so the father of the child decided to bring the son to the hair salon so he could get fed. Because I think it was a situation where the son was strictly breastfed um, and there was no more milk at home or something of that nature. But whatever it was, the father deemed it fit to uh, bring the son to the hair salon so he could be fed, so he can get his nutrition. And so the mother proceeded to feed the baby in the hair salon um, and then one, uh, I want to say the manager or the owner, whoever came up and threw a towel over the baby's face and the mom's boob. And so when I read that, my blood just began to boil. And I thought that it would be a great topic for us to discuss because, um, this isn't the first time that I've heard, um, of something like that happening. And, um, you know, I think women, uh, when they choose to feed their child, um, in public, they're often like ridiculed or uh, basically told it's illegal or made to feel ashamed of it um, and told things that they shouldn't be told. So, Rachel, I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about 
uh, women breastfeeding in public. In public. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I want to start with. I would be mad if somebody throw a towel on me, even if I ain't breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like that's my personal space. Don't cross those boundaries with me, especially with my child. I probably would be ready to fight somebody. Okay. Like that. That was completely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But as far as breastfeeding goes in public, I don't have a problem with it. I think it is the the most the best way to feed a child, a baby, I should say. So I don't have a problem with people breastfeeding in public, you know, but I understand I guess some people might be a little bit more conservative or I don't know. I'm not even going to say conservative because I believe a lot of people just have a problem with the breastfeeding aspect. But they try to, or I, you know what? I really don't know. I don't. I'm trying to 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 understand the other side, mm-hmm. but I really don't because people people nowadays wear mesh shirts where their nipples are showing, like, and it right. it also it also goes back to you know why can men wear their nipples out but women can't? You know because we got extra tissue around it. I don't know. It's it's like really sexist at the end of the day i don't i don't fully understand like i don't fully understand why it's a problem like as long as i'm not invading your personal space or even you know if you don't like it don't look right (laughs) i'm saying like why be offended by it like that is the most natural thing you can do for a child is Mm -hmm. breastfeed them you know, that's like looking at somebody who's pregnant and being like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're pregnant. Or I can't believe that you can manifest a child. It's right. completely natural. Right. I don't understand that. But my thing is, it's so twisted because there's so much other stuff you could be mad about. Right. There is right. so many other things you could be mad about. But breastfeeding? Come on now. And for the fact that you threw the towel over me, you know, I'm about to fight you. Yeah. That shit, especially if I have a baby in my hand. But I get it. Like, like you said, even if I didn't have a child in my hand, you, you in my personal space, son. Like, nah, that's not cool. I think like that's a violation of my personal space and my privacy. Right. And, and then my, it. I have my child. That's just escalated now. Like exactly. now I'm pissed. Exactly. Like yeah. now you about to hear it. It's like, disrespectful. It just completely like I don't understand the whole why it's so taboo to think breastfeeding in public is right. inappropriate i don't i don't i don't get that whole thing like right you know maybe if you are not ready to tell your children like oh that's where milk comes from i don't know why you would not tell your children that either but yeah i don't know like, now I'm personally <laughs> i know like when i first started now zamir was like strictly breastfed for a minute um and I remember in the beginning, I didn't feel comfortable just popping out my boob and feeding my son. So I would have a cover with me. Um, but after a while, as we started to go out more, as he's, his appetite was picking up and he's eating more frequently and with breastfed babies, it's like, oh, yes. Like you, I, I saw this girl, she was, um, she made a post and she just had a baby and she was just like, oh my gosh, I made fish and I breastfed. And she was like, literally took the fish out the fridge, breastfed, cleaned the fish, 
breastfed. Like, season the fish, breastfed. breastfed. Turn on the right. stove, breastfed. breastfed. Wash the pot. Like, it was like everything, every little thing that you do. And that's literally how it is because they eat so frequently. Like Yeah, and breast milk is not as heavy as formula. Exactly. So you have to frequently feed them. Right. Like, it's, mm. I, And yeah. sometimes you just don't have the time to be going and trying to find a secure place every single time where there's exactly. nobody. Exactly. Like, so after, like, a while of that, I was like, shit, I don't really care anymore. My baby needs to eat. I He's can't hungry. Care. He's fussy. I got to feed him right now. I don't. Sorry, I don't have a cover. Like, so I, re- I actually remember um, when my son, I don't even remember what age he was, but I know he was still breastfeeding. I started going to these um, African dance classes every Sunday, and it was women there. Um, now, mind you, now, I think... Um, so with breastfeeding, as I already said, I'm not fully comfortable with doing. I wasn't fully comfortable with doing it in public. That's um, fine. Especially That's if there's fine men if around. It's your body, you, right? If, if anybody should be uncomfortable with it, it should be the person doing it. Exactly. That's the only person exactly. who has a right to be uncomfortable with it. So if there's men around, I'm usually like, okay, I can whatever. Um, so it still doesn't justify, and I don't want people, ladies and gents, I don't want you to think I'm justifying. Um, people telling women that they can't breastfeed in public. So anyways, went to this dance class and I stepped outside of the dance class into the lobby area and I started to breastfeed my son. And it was three women behind the the counter and one of the women very rudely was like, "Uh uh-uh, you can't do that out here. So I was like, oh, okay. And so in that moment, I immediately felt like ashamed and I felt like, it was like, I felt like I was doing something wrong, like someone was scolding me. And I, she was like, you can go in the restroom. My dumbass, here's where I fucked up. I actually tried to go in the restroom and breastfeed my son. And I walked in there and I was like, hold the fuck up. Like, <laughs> immediately I was like, this is not, no, I'm not doing this. So I went into the dance class and I was like, because... My other thing is, is I am just because of the way I grew up, I'm the type of person that's like, I'll compromise with you if I need to go somewhere else. All right. Whatever. But you're not right, going to tell me to go in the bathroom. No, I'm not like, trying to start no trouble. I get what you're saying. Like, I ain't trying to start no altercation with nobody. Right. And if it's genuinely like if I'm in an area where like if it's if it's like a mosque or like a. Uh, where there's like Muslim men and like that's not part of like their culture or it's like I don't know whatever if I'm in a different space then what are, I'll try to and even then it's it's kind of tricky because it's like this is my child that I'm trying to feed I'm not doing anything wrong I'm not trying to hurt him but um yeah like you're not you're not gonna tell me to go feed my child in the restroom because i'm not gonna tell you to go eat in the restroom i'm not gonna tell you go take your food in the restroom and eat that's disgusting as fuck so why am i feeding like i was i was pissed i went into the dance class and i um sat with uh one of the women and i was like hey you know someone just told me because you that's the type that's how i operate like i have to go and check with someone to make sure i'm not crazy like someone just told me not to breastfeed whatever so we both went out there talked to the lady and was like the girl was like well why can't she breastfeed out here and she was just like because it's not right it's not proper like she couldn't give me a straight answer and i was like well where's that rule written and she couldn't tell me and i was just like well i'm not breastfeeding my child in the restroom it's not gonna happen 
And I was like, he needs to eat so I can, I, I will breastfeed wherever I please, but I'm not breastfeeding in the restroom. And if you can't provide a designated area for me to breastfeed, then like, this is what it is. So anyway, someone else ended up getting involved and they put us in this like tiny um, little like workspace area, which is cool. It was better than the restroom, but I just felt like, so I was just like, yo, you were so disrespectful to even like insinuate that I should feed my child in the restroom. And then the way that you came at me was just like, uh, this is disgusting. You need to put that away. Right. No, ma'am, ma'am. Right. And I think there should be like, there should be some type of etiquette when you, okay. So if you don't want that, somebody breastfeeding in your front be nice lobby, about it. right? Whatever, for whatever your reason is, be like, ma'am, I have another place that you can possibly do that. Maybe if you want a little bit more privacy, right? That's how you approach that's the situation. how you handle it. Let exactly. me tell you how I was livid. So, after that, I ended up writing, um, ended up writing a letter. And I, like, documented everything that happened because I was pissed. Documented everything that happened. I sent it to a few women who were in charge of the dance class that was held at that particular facility. Because it wasn't the dance class I was going to. They didn't own the facility. It was like they rented out that space and held their dance class there. So I sent it to the women who were over the dance class itself. And then I called the manager of the facility. And when I found out, like, they weren't doing shit and the um, people over the dance class weren't moving fast enough, I was like, okay, well, let me reach out to the board. And I ended up... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not... Yeah, I have nothing to do. I was a stay-at-home mom, right. breastfeeding gotcha. all the time, cleaning, <laughs> like... I ain't, right. I mean, I had stuff to do, but you know, but, I had time yes. to, like, fuck shit I had up. time for this. Like, you I had time for this right Right, here. right. <laughs> So um, I ended up finding it and it's funny because it was a list of like people and it had their pictures and I saw this mm-hmm. black lady with beautiful locks. I was like, come through, sis. I'm about to, I'm about <laughs> hey, to call you. Right you there. <laughs> right. You right there. <laughs> so, I can relate. I can relate. I remember calling her and telling her my story and probably next day I got a call from the owner and not the owner, like I think it was the manager or whoever was in charge of it basically saying hey i'm sorry that you had to go through that is there anything we can do for you um just being really nice and i still was kind of pissed because i was like i think she owes me an apology i was right, like <laughs> exactly i want an apology from her and i want y'all to right write some type of etiquette or some type of procedure when it comes to something like that so nobody else has to go through anything exactly and you know what's crazy she actually she actually ended up quitting because of that because i think they were telling her to like give an apology and she was just like no that's not my belief i don't believe in that and so that's my thing like i hate people who are like that because even though that's not your belief, like, why can't you compromise? Why, if this isn't the written rule, then what's the issue? I'm not, now, I I get it if I was harming my child or if I was, like, hitting my baby or... That's harming, yeah. Right, or if I was abusing my child. Literally feeding my child, I can't can't do that here. Like, was, was food allowed in that area? Yeah, I think there was a vending machine. 
Yeah, so like <laughs> this is food, honey. Right. Which <laughs> this is food. This yeah. is natural food. So right? I hate that. Like I, I understand, okay, maybe breastfeeding makes people uncomfortable. How? I don't know. Like get get your life. I don't I don't get it. I feel right. like the, anybody who should feel comfortable out. uncomfortable is the mother who's breastfeeding. Like right. you're not having your nipples should, sucked on. Like you're Right. And I there should be a better procedure for for all of that. Like if when you establish your business mm-hmm. and you specifically don't think it's appropriate for the women to be breastfeeding in designated areas, then, then provide clean private areas for them to do it in or right. don't have a problem with it. That's my Right. Thing. And the thing is, it wasn't even a written rule because right. I called the board and like the lady from the board and then the the manager called me back and was like, you know, sorry for what you had to experience. But... Yeah, I'm just like, yo, I I was just like, it, it doesn't need to happen to any other, to any other mom. Like, and I literally, like, I was looking up, where's the law in Georgia that says breastfeeding is illegal? Like, literally looking up, like, is breastfeeding illegal in Georgia? Googling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, yeah. And it's obviously not. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I was just, I was so perturbed. So anytime I hear a story about a mom not only being told that she can't breastfeed, but being disrespected, like you can tell me like, hey, this is making me feel uncomfortable in a nice way, but right. you don't have no but, type of but like. As a, no, it needs to, that has to have a follow up as well. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. it needs to. It needs to not only be like, yeah, you're making people uncomfortable. It needs to not just be that. It needs to have a solution behind it. Because I feel like when people come without a solution, you shouldn't have came at all. Right. <laughs> right. You and know. the solution cannot be. Be the bathroom. Be in the bathroom. Yeah. Right. Like, that's horrible. Um, but yeah, like, don't let nobody tell you that you can't breastfeed your child wherever. Like. I, I think that's ridiculous, and I'm tired of hearing stories about um, mothers breastfeeding, mothers being treated horribly because they're they're choosing to um, feed their child. Like, it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I'm gonna send you this video. It is it's a video of if men had to breastfeed, and they have a whole lounge set up with breastfeeding. And the cappuccino machine. It's a whole, like, teacher's lounge for strictly for breastfeeding. Yes. And it was just sad but true. Like, if men had to do this, it would just be all laid out for them. Yeah. You know, it would just be like, oh, that's a man. They need this. We're going to give it to them. Right, right. We're always fighting for something. (laughs) Exactly. It's always something. That reminds me of... um, not that particular video, but the fact that you mentioned video, there uh, was this video circulating on Facebook, and um, it's funny because, so it had, like, it was one of those studies where they kind of put people in, like, a general crowd, so you have, like, your controlled group and your uncontrolled group, so the uncontrolled group is the group that you're looking to give the res- get a response from, And so the controlled person is basically, so they had one, I'm sorry, they had one person, um, one woman who was dressed very provocatively and had her boobs out, basically like out, out. And 
Um, the next scenario would be a mom breastfeeding with basically the amount of skin being shown as the lady with her boobs out. And of course, the lady with the boobs out that was, you know, just dressed provocatively, people didn't pay her no mind. But when a mom was breastfeeding and it was basically the same amount of skin out, they had an issue and it was like, oh, what's that? What's going on? Like it made them feel really uncomfortable. So how would, why is it so uncomfortable to see someone nurturing their child? But it's not, it's not uncomfortable to see a woman like sexualizing it's right and it was crazy because it was men and women it was men and women and, and women. it was older women it was men it was like it was just sad like i don't i, I don't have an explanation or an answer as to why our society thinks the way that it does but we gotta change it we, gotta we do Ooh, but seriously, like, I'm gonna send you this video. It's real ridiculous. And yes. It's real. Let's just... post it on the Facebook page. Word, word. Yeah. Gotcha. So y'all can see it too. Yeah. Awesome. I'm now, actually. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that wraps up our show. Like, stop yeah. discriminating against women right. who gotta breastfeed their children. Like, that's the best thing they could be doing for their children. And it needs to be celebrated. First of all, breastfeeding ain't easy. Yes. Okay? <laughs> it ain't easy and if you had children i guarantee you would want them breastfed absolutely so look at breast it breast is light. best breast is best mm-hmm. so let's let's do better human race <laughs> yes <laughs> let's do better america let's do better as a people right down but i mean i All guess right. that's it for our show we yes. love y'all thanks for tuning in and I guess we will see y'all next week. I think we got it. I think we got the groove back. I yes. Think we in it to win it. Absolutely. Next week, guys. All right. All right. Love you much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>